Oi, how's it going? Is that me? Yeah. Sounds pretty good, actually. Oi. 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 You do the intro. You have the nicest voice here. That's why people watch your videos because your voice is good, not because they're good videos. Thank you. I mean, I accept that. Welcome back to the Safety First podcast, everybody. <laughs> My name's William Osman. <laughs> That's what you do, right? Remember that one time? a lot of these podcasts, I know. Do you remember that one time we, we tricked Alex into coming on the podcast? Uh, now he has no choice. He can't escape. He has to be on. Because I'm living here. Yeah, because he's this living here. pay rent. Yeah, yeah. So, that, well, this is one of the ways you pay rent. The other one we don't show on camera. <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, yeah, we were just asking uh, Nigel before we started recording about uh, where we can buy large quantities of sodium. So I found a link no. on Alibaba. It claims the prices are all they always lowball you, but it says six, three to six k for a metric ton. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's like not even, now all we need. That's what they. Because uh, uh, I was imagine so throwing that entire block into a lake. You think there'd be any water left? <laughs> <laughs> it would just keep skipping, and I just don't. No, I I think. I think that something mm. special happens it, yeah, when it might not you, lift you it. <laughs> amalgamate a large enough quantity of sodium because it's like, I think there's like avalanching effects with explosives what? like this, right? Where <laughs> the instant you, you yeah. put it in a giant block, so much energy gets mm. dissipated so quickly that it like, I think will spontaneously I wonder, though this Yeah, that's what I was gonna, it might be the opposite. It's like a surface area no, but thing. Imagine, imagine though, it just sits there and bubbles for a little while and then explodes and just rains sodium everywhere but the, the parts splitting. that fall are probably big enough to land and then explode again if that happened i mean you have to try it to find out we're looking at a video right now one you gotta scoot, you gotta scoot you. one kilo of sodium in yeah that's like nothing though you know you, you gotta do a few oh, thousand whoa dude it just explodes did you see like the really old video where the military disposes of like you know, tons and tons of sodium in a big lake. Oh, 1947. Okay, the disposal of sodium, 1947, Washington State. Whoa. So, metallic. Uh, this film clip shows the U.S. Army disposing of drums, metallic sodium into the Lake Lenore, an alkaline lake. And the man, that, dude, like, the America I used like to. Like they rolled it down a hill as well. That is awesome. And there's a bunch yeah. of people watching. Okay, so there's like it's an old timey video. And I like we start this podcast immediately with a, with a video that no one can see. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they roll it down a cliff into a lake. Apparently, it's like a toxic lake, like an alkali lake. Oh, it just wait, wait, wait. billowing steam. Sorry, out what is water. a toxic lake? Was it was it naturally like that, or was it? Uh, it well, no, it's because they've dumped enough chemicals yeah, into yeah. it. They've done this before. Well, they they like, dumped, I wonder why they dumped enough, and then it gets to the point where they rationalize why it's okay to dump more because it's already destroyed. <laughs> it's like the piss corner. You just pick the corner that people have already started pissing in. Because it's That's it's gonna it just looks like a volcano. It, it turns does. to base too, so it's like all the fish in that area just die. It looks like a volcanic reaction, so maybe I'm wrong. I was hoping it would just explode. Mm. What happened? What about like potassium versus? What about sodium? cesium? You need to get some of that. What does that do? It's really expensive, though. Explosive. Yeah, it's like gig expensive. But this is the uh, first podcast we've recorded remotely in a long time. Mm. Feels kind of sad. No, it's better. It's better. Why is it better? Because I, I don't. Um, you scoot in. I don't have to wear pants. What don't you like about us? Yeah. Stand up. Come on. <laughs> no, Stand up no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we were pretty much nonstop starting in, uh, May. 
or was it before May? I don't even, I can't even I remember it was anymore. May. We started in May. So like May second, we yeah. flew out to Florida. Oh yeah. Did Creator Clash, uh, and then basically for now, like an entire month has just been, like nonstop. Like I, I was supposed to get a video out at the beginning of May, and I didn't. And now I was, it's like I just literally haven't had any time. I mean, I should be working on it today, <laughs> and yesterday. It's kind of funny because it's, it's meant to be a holiday, but at the same time, you realize. If you do stuff with people every single day, it's fucking exhausting. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. Well, I learned it's it's something that I learned very quick. Oh, I didn't learn quickly. It actually took many times of the same experience to learn. Uh, Every time I'd go and visit Will in LA or travel to someone else who does YouTube stuff, I realize it's not a vacation. (laughs) You just kind of go there, and it's sometimes even worse than when you're here. You're just you're doing more stuff, and then you come back and you're like, I need a vacation. (laughs) We were doing stuff. It was like, you know, basically for me and Nigel, it was like three weeks. Basically, we were hanging out with you guys for the creator clash. And then afterwards, my house and then Charlie's stuff and then stuff with Mr. You know, it's like maybe even a month at that point. So I got home and I'm like, what do I do? Like, I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, wow, the days are (laughs) really long. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm kind of, I'm not looking forward to going back to Australia because there is no one there. Everyone's Mm. like, what's a YouTuber? I'm just going to be there and just be like, oh, okay. These normal NPCs (laughs) that I have to interact with. I mean, that's kind of like where I'm in Montreal. There are are other creators here, um, I think. (laughs) But it's just like, I'm on my own little island. It's you know, probably okay, self, I remember when I it's first probably met self-imposed, Nigel. But. Nigel was saying, he was like, uh, he had started his YouTube channel and it had become successful and he was really confused as to why people were oh, yeah. inviting him and like socializing mm-hmm. with him. Uh, and it's like, well, y- you can be successful on the platform, but you still have to like network with people. <laughs> and, <reach out. laughs> and so it's like, I think there might actually be other people where you are. <laughs> you just haven't put any effort into finding them. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely true because it's like, it was the thing that I realized. Like I, yeah, I did tell that to Will. I was like, you, in my head, I was like, okay, you build a channel big enough and you just become part of a community. But then I started to realize like, n- no, people don't just, no. it's even weirder from the outside perspective, if you get a channel big enough and you don't talk to anyone, everyone just assumes you don't want to talk to them. So the barrier mm. of communication gets even harder and or just not even harder. They just go, okay, I guess he doesn't want to talk to us. Um, yeah. But, I don't know. Does it though? Because it's like, if I send somebody- I didn't talk you know, to some, anybody, Kevin. <laughs> if somebody texts me and I don't like look at it right away, you know, it's not, I, sometimes I feel like, oh, everyone's going to hate me because I like, I don't respond fast, but then everybody does that. So it's like, you can't really, mm. I, I hope people I mean, don't assume that I don't want to talk to them. Why, that's why when them. I'm trying to get your attention, I say, Kevin, 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 because <laughs> I know you can hear it, but your brain is like trying to prioritize what it's doing. And if I just keep pestering you, eventually it'll prioritize me. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I think it's more like, uh, Sounds at least that in terms of like the whole YouTube stuff. I just didn't tweet anybody. I didn't comment on anybody's videos. I didn't do anything. I just didn't interact at all. And I think what happens is just people become aware. Like, the, if you get the channel big enough, they'll become aware of it. But then someone might ask, oh, you ever spoken to him? They're like, no, I don't know. Like, it's just, I, I've never spoken to this guy. So everyone kind of assumes you It doesn't you're just, mean it's too late no, no, to do that. Though. I'm just saying that in my head, I just thought it would happen. But, like, from the other mm. perspective, it's like they also kind of assume, oh, if he wants to talk, he'll probably say something. But it's like somebody has to do something. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, Actually, you just yeah. 
But that's why events like VidCon and other stuff like Creator Clash are good because then it's like it kind of happens naturally. But if you're in a space where you kind of have to do it over social media and I was always terrible at it, I just kind of never messaged anybody. But how do you... It's always so fake though on social media. That's why I don't like doing it. It's like the conversations are never good. It's like it's hard to continue a conversation going. So it's only good if you're like, let's do this thing together. And then it's a reason to talk to someone. Yeah, that's true. How do you even network though, like at one of these places? Because if I go to VidCon, (laughs) I've been before. I just kind of like... Kevin, when do you go? When I've been go. once. Have you seen me? How do you think I do it? I don't know. I have no. You live in you LA, talk maybe. To people. You talk to people. Just, no, just, I'm. I. You're I'm, not an introvert. I just, uh, <laughs> you don't have crippling social if anxiety. I have, if I if I have <laughs> stuff <laughs> in common with people, <laughs> some Michael Reeves shit. I ain't about that. Um, I think that if I have a lot of stuff in common with people, mm. I am an extrovert. If I don't have anything oh, in yeah. common with people, I become an introvert. It's like, I don't, like, it makes me feel kind of bad sometimes, but like, if I don't, if there's nothing that I feel like I want to talk to somebody <laughs> yeah. about, I just like turn into like a little like, leave me alone. <laughs> I think the answer is alcohol. That oh, yeah, really that is the alcohol. Really you helps. just get smashed and then you just, you just don't talk to everyone by accident. <laughs> yeah. You just don't even know who they are. You're just talking to them. You don't care you what you wake say. Wake up 50 miles from where you started with no shoes on. <laughs> yeah. And your head hurts really bad. Kevin, I think you have the same problem that I do. Just because in Florida, I feel like there's definitely the density of creators is less. So, like, I feel like the... Maybe I've never like, tried to find out who else lives here, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, so you I are did. very much Dude, like I was, me. I, I actually... <laughs> I was messaging Ross Creations when I was in Florida. He never responded to my DM. Actually, Kevin... I was messaging him. I, have to co- I messaged Kevin once when I went to Florida and Kevin ghosted me. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Actually, How long ago was it? No, he answered like once or twice, and then he ghosted me on, this on the was, important this question. After, Who's this loser? This was after I met you for the first time. No, I'd never met you before. I was in Tampa, and I messaged you and asked you a couple things, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you know, I I like I, I live around I here." This. And then I was like, "Oh, Kevin, I, I I'm not here for very long, but if I come back, like Is maybe we can hide? hang out." <laughs> and Kevin right just now. never responded. Shut up. I had the same thing with Alan. I think I sent Alan a question or asked if he wanted to do something. He just never responded. And then him and who's that other guy who did the video with the, the Mortal Kombat series? Kyle Hill? Yep, Kyle Hill. They made a video together and then I made a video <laughs> calling their video shit. And then he responded. <laughs> but only via video. Like, okay. Cool, Alan. He's keeping it professional. I don't know oh, why Alan's- I would have ignored you, Nigel, because... I Grant Thompson came to my place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hacksmith came so, to my place. Demolition so what's Ranch wrong is, with me? <laughs> I don't know. I think they kind of just they just show up. They're like, "Hey, I'm in Florida. Where do you live? I'm coming over." Oh, so you need someone who's pushy? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, have you seen how I operate? Yeah, that's why Will's like Kevin, 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 Kevin. <laughs> it's like two po- two podcasts or three podcasts ago. We just started it because I'm like, screw it. We'll just start recording. And everyone will just wander in here eventually. <laughs> I actually did try to do like when I first started my channel, maybe like a hundred thousand subscribers or less. I tried to like, you know, I was on my local subreddit, like, Hey, are there any other YouTubers here? Like we should do a meetup. And then I discovered there's like nobody in my area that does YouTube. And the only people that do Mm. like vlog with their family and they have, you know, not a lot Mm. of subscribers. Mm. 
So I just decided not to do that. So I want to read the conversation that I had with Kevin, the DM. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. They don't, oh, they barely God. make yes. any sense. Not oh, on Kevin's part. He's got his shovel. He's digging up the grave. <laughs> no, I think it's funny because we don't have very many DMs at all. It's like, it's this conversation that I'm going to read you is literally or, almost a or email? Twitter. Okay. It's like almost 100% of what we've talked about. So I don't even know how this makes sense. July 1st, 2017. I said, hey, man, how's it going? Kevin said, good. How about you? Have you ever talked to like this this ad agency? And he just names them. And I'm just like, I don't know what the context is, why Kevin immediately jumps into business. Uh, then he goes, I worked in them once, and like they mentioned your channel. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, I'm good. I've, I've done a couple things with them. Uh, yeah, and he and the guy I spoke to mentioned that he like that you I, I'm really poorly explaining this base. I, I don't know why I'm getting so flustered because uh, I'm trying not I'm trying not to mention certain I'm not trying Kevin. to mention certain details and it's like confusing me. Um, either way, I just responded. I'm good. And I've worked with them before. Uh, then you just literally never replied. Okay, okay. That, I because it was like you responded to me at 1230 in the middle of the night. Whoa. Don't, Wait, whoa, whoa. don't open the DM unless you're going to respond no, to it. It just, Kevin just never replied. And then two years later, I said, <laughs> I said, hey, how's it going? And then I go, I just got back from visiting a friend in Florida. And it only occurred to me now that you're also in Florida. I was in Tampa. Is that like by chance close to where you are? So you responded. You're like, I'm an hour south of Tampa. Uh, I went to university there, though. How'd you like Florida? I saw you were sick. Uh, I don't, I guess I said I was on Twitter. I'm like, oh, cool. I knew you were vaguely around Tampa. I, I really liked it. The weather was uh, better than like currently how it was in Montreal. Oh, no. You can't talk about the Ooh, weather uh, in your DM. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Because it was better. Because either way, whatever. I said, also, yeah, I was it sick was for like a full way. week. Okay. My nose is still stuffy. And it's the worst sickness I've had. But I was like, oh, I was also going to ask. Would you be down at some point to do some sort of collab? Actually, no, it was even worse. I, I this is actually worse. It's like, it's like watching someone trying to like court a girl. <laughs> this is even worse. This is even worse. I said I responded to him, and that was April 29th. No reply for five days. Then, <laughs> then I followed up and said, I was gonna ask though, would you be down at some point to do a collab? I think it could be fun. Never replied. <laughs> And then That's two good. months later, I asked if he was going to VidCon, and he did reply. It actually sounds like if you had sent a text message, like, do you think maybe one time you, you want to see a movie with me? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. It's very, it's very, very like similar energy. Yeah, yeah. You're like, it's obvious you're beating around the bush about what you actually want to ask. Yeah. As well, it's like, yeah, just ask the question. I I remember. My I'm not blaming Kevin. It was with Peter Brown, who the guy who does a bunch of resin stuff. Oh, he like yeah, turns yeah. resin. And I you know, I'll be perfectly honest, like my expectations of doing collaboration were like super high. I was like really excited. Like, okay, if you do collaboration with someone, there's a chance that you get like, you know, tens of thousands of subscribers, thought, which all like that doesn't yeah. happen. Um and I I remember asking him to collab and he had like hundreds of thousands of subscribers and i had like way less like maybe a hundred thousand or maybe less than a hundred thousand and i was almost gonna write in the email that i know that i have nothing to <laughs> offer you i've written but that. I've yeah written that exact and thing. and it's like it's almost like you have no self-worth <laughs> and this like you, this person like you know that they know that you're just trying to sort of like grow your own youtube channel and I remember feeling like so kind of like pathetic trying to write this email describing like, 
how I could add value to the relationship. <laughs> well, yeah, what? It that's was, like was that was horrible. me trying to get free stuff from companies when I first started YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I want to say one last thing about the the Kevin DM. Yeah, so I don't do blame I. Kevin at all. I don't can't blame Kevin at all. But I did want to say this is the sad part was because you just mentioned saying that you were like trying to like market yourself to get like you know whatever a deal that the guy was getting like nothing out of. I just wanted to hang out and meet Kevin, and the collab was the excuse. Like, I don't do collabs. Like, it was more of, like, if we talked well, about it, I, pr I pr it was just more to, like, talked about something. And then Kevin didn't even reply. <laughs> I just wanted to hang out. <laughs> well, oh, my God. The thing was, you weren't even in Tampa anymore. You were like, oh, I'm already gone from Tampa. Yeah, but it's just funny how Kevin reads this. He's like, he's not here anymore. <laughs> he just doesn't reply. <laughs> Well, cause good Will, for me. Will's right because I'm thinking like, okay, he wants to collab. Like, I yeah, wonder yeah, what he yeah, wants yeah. to do. When's he gonna? Do I get that. that. It I makes also, sense. I think we we were like friends on Discord already. At this point, no, I didn't have Discord. I only started going on Discord in like 2020. Oh, really? Yeah. I I remember that old Discord. God, what where would you guys? We were all what in. would you guys do without me? Um, <laughs> you'd still be live. You'd just be like always at home, never going on any adventures. I'd go on adventures. It would be nice. Wouldn't that be nice, Kevin? I feel like I put I put so much effort into like trying to like orchestrate and organize stuff because it's like what I want to do. Yeah, no, it's do, but it's it's like a lot of so you just have to have like that one person who's just like, all right, we're doing this. Like you have to. I know. If you build it, they will come, kind of thing. And so it's just like screw it, Airbnb, Florida we'll get one with like five rooms and then it's like who wants to come and then it ends up being filled up anyways yeah, exactly. but nobody wants to commit like at yeah. the time that you have to commit to it to make it yeah that's work. true yeah. so i mean to, so i i should say i am joking around but like in all honesty if you didn't organize stuff then probably almost nothing would happen <laughs> yeah yeah no, I agree. <laughs> like actually but that's why it's it's bad for you doing that because yeah. then you put yourself in the position yeah. you're all the only one doing it then that's why we started the podcast so then that way you guys can contribute financially and then i can just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's it's i i think that like part of me is like i'm trying to like uh fix that is like before the pandemic i actually didn't work in the evenings not i did but like not that many evenings then the moment the pandemic happened somehow my workload became all the evenings as well so I kind of hate it because I just don't have time. To, my brain doesn't work for half the stuff. So even when, like when I flew down to Florida to meet you guys, I didn't know really about anything that was happening. Like the only thing that I could deal with was Florida on this day. And I booked my flight like two days before. Yeah, that's I never buy return tickets. Yeah, and I bought it one, like, one way yeah. too. Yeah, it's just every time I bought a return ticket, it always ended poorly. And so I, I, I don't like having that like, yeah it's sort of just i don't know what we're going to be doing two yeah. weeks from now like maybe it'll be worth staying an extra two days like well i bought a return ticket this time and within a week of being here i changed it and had to pay for it uh, yeah. now i'm probably gonna have to change it again it's yeah. just like <laughs> always <laughs> always happens always plan everything last minute uh, yeah, except when uh i was trying to plan all the vidcon stuff today well plan as in uh buy the flights <laughs> for next week um <laughs> and then every single flight was nine hundred dollars each when they're normally like four fifty, and I was like, mm. "Whoa!" But there is was a gas? hack. Is it because gas is so expensive? I don't know, but I found a hack, and I don't really understand why. Because I have credit card points that I've racked up, and for some reason, it's the same price. Because it's just the taxes or something that you pay, so it's the same base point price plus like whatever the extra taxes. 
So it ended up being it cost $800 to fly four people versus like eight fifty each. Mm. And I was like, well, that's Wait, I'm what? like, that's better. Well, because I have points like the, from the you've, business you've paid, credit card. You've paid for it in another way. Yeah, but I never used the points. <clears throat> you know, the only oh, wait, sorry, I want to say too, it gave better flight yeah. options. They okay. gave options that literally they're both nonstop. We couldn't. I, it was like it was just better and cost way less. I've I've like looked a bit into like the credit card point system, and I think it's a total sham. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a total sham, and the only way that it makes sense is if you are able to like spend other people's money on your credit card. Oh so, yeah, like, that's good. I know. You know, yeah. let's say you're, you're like a business, um, and they're paying for a first class plane ticket mm. or something. Yeah, like if if you're buying stuff, right? So it's like if you're buying stuff for a client that then they're paying you back for. If you're running it through your credit yeah. card, then you can sort of attach it to is a reward. This thing. why you asked if you want me to for Ian to pay for the flights I just booked on his credit uh, card. Hmm. <laughs> he wants the no, points. <laughs> He wants the I, points. I, you got the so points. I I don't really benefit from that. I just knew that it'd be easier that way. No, but way. Then we get we benefit from it. We, when we go to the. You airport still owe me lounge. like fifteen hundred dollars. I know. I know. And it's like, how do you have any idea how you're gonna pay me? I have no idea how you. How do you pay somebody? Bitcoin in America. With, uh, Bitcoin, yeah. yeah. Well, you can I still actually have no idea how to do that. You either. can do PayPal. You definitely just do a bank transfer. Oh, really? that, that definitely. Yeah, you can wire. I'm sure it must. You can do a wire. So, yeah, but what? There'll be a. a what it's like tw- yeah, it's like twenty dollars or something. Yeah, yeah but like t- that takes like two or three days sometimes. <laughs> I mean, uh, are you that so desperate for the money? money? <laughs> it's like no, two or but three that's days. The thing, is that means he'll never he'll it. never pay me back. <laughs> hmm. Bastard. I mean, that's such a shame. This is the first I'm hearing of this death. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I knew it existed <laughs> in the back of my head. You were hoping I would forget. Yeah, I was. I was. What does he owe you money for? We were in Disney. We stayed at the Disney mm. Resort, and they wouldn't accept his card, except they were. It was taking money out. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. So it, it took out $700 twice from my yeah. card, but the the person at the desk said they never got the money. And then she was like, don't worry, it'll get returned to your account in like two days. Never it just returned. has never been returned. No. If anybody listening to this knows anything about uh, credit cards, what, it, what is it, like a prepaid card? It's a travel money card, so you put money, you load funds onto mm. it, then you can spend money without a kind of exchange rate fee. Okay, so Alex spent money with his credit card. The vendor didn't receive it, but the money was withdrawn. Where the hell is the money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just floating in limbo. But it like. doesn't, because at least I know, because I, uh, it's, it has the the everything has to balance out. Yeah, like it has My to be somewhere. Maybe it's trying to come back in. <laughs> the money, it it's just and, it, and it's getting rejected. <laughs> Because the money has to be somewhere, or else like it, unless when or else when they balance the sheet, it's gonna say like fourteen hundred equals zero, and you're gonna be like, oh no. It it made me think that all money is just a simulation <laughs> yeah. and none of it makes sense yeah, at all. It's it all is, a big and joke, and we're all just like, oh, this is fine. This is how we do. This is this. what this costs. You know what happens now. if you don't pay the government the six hundred dollars you owe them? They will literally crawl inside of your butt. <laughs> like they'll stretch your butt a hole up and put their entire government body inside of it. Yeah, but like, when your 700 bucks goes just like, oh, oh it's just oh, gone. And there's no one I can oh, answer. Sorry, is it, is sorry it Alex, default? I don't know where your $700 went. <laughs> but who? who? <laughs> Welcome to the Disney Resort, though. <laughs> What's your company? What's the company that runs that, like... It's it's Commonwealth Bank. Commonwealth? Do you want to know my... Um, yeah, Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Uh, Commonwealth. <laughs> Do you want to know my credit card number Correct, as well? Correct, yeah. Nigel? And PIN, please. And the card, three numbers on the back. But the yeah, it has to be you. You have to be able to call somebody. No, 
Okay, here's the other thing. Alex has severe ADHD, and I th I'm 90% certain that if you wait long enough, he will actually just forget about it. Yeah. And that $700 will be... I guess that would count against inflation, right? It'd be like counterinflation, <laughs> like making the money disappear, right? So you're technically helping. Well, there's definitely a threshold for me. It's like how much effort to how much money. For sure. And th this is... I don't know where this one sits. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> it's. I, I have a feeling that it's going to be exhausting trying to get it back. Yeah. Like I remember when, when Michael and I rented our house in, in our last place or two places ago, uh, I think they took, they tried to take $1,400, but I, I chowed them, I karate chopped that with a, a pre-inspection move out inspection and so they ended up lowering it down to six hundred dollars because they couldn't claim damages for stuff they never told us to fix and i continued to fight them and 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 it sat for like over a year and i finally just said you know what this is so stupid they're just keep like they're winning they've just kept my six hundred dollars <laughs> and so i finally just you know agreed to have them charge the 600 bucks and then they gave me the rest of the like but whatever minus whatever their deposit was minus yeah. 600 back and it was like they were like holding the money hostage it was infuriating but i'm like i was literally willing to just potentially lose it because i was so stubborn <laughs> and like this is stupid like the 600 bucks is like yeah. way too much money but it was like i didn't want to pay them 600 dollars. it's always like that though it's always way more effort to get money back than it is to give yeah. to a company always it's the man <laughs> I think it's worth the holding effort. Holding us back. I think it's, the, I think it's worth the here, effort. You got to fight. Here, I don't know if I've given this advice before, but anybody listening to this, I'm just going to do my civic duty right now. If you're a renter, which I feel like a lot of people are because how goddamn expensive houses are, um, pre-move out inspection. So when you move into the house, you got to do your due diligence. Take pictures of the house before you move in. Take like 50 pictures. Um, and when you move out, like a week or two weeks before you move out, ask your landlord or management company, say, I would like to do a pre-move out inspection. And at least in the state of California, I think it works very similarly in other states. They have to come to the house before you move out and they have to give you an opportunity to fix the things they're going to charge you ah. for. So you ask them for a pre-move out inspection. They show up to the house. They will walk around and look for damages and they'll say, you have to fix this, this, this. If they do not say it, they cannot come back later. If you take photos of it and they say, you have to fix this, can you say this was damaged before? Yeah. Well, can you fake? Can you edit the information <laughs> oh, no, Alex. to make it look like you took that photo before? I think, I think, I think you could, but I think now you're also sort of entering a territory where you could get in trouble if they caught you. But that would that, so they would never catch so you. What but. you're saying is, you when you move in, you take the photos, and yeah. then you Photoshop future damage. Because some people might want those. Because my apartment, they want the photos when you move in to show what's damaged. So you'd uh, have yeah. to create the damage you think will happen yeah <laughs> in the exact spot the exact i know i'm gonna be throwing darts into the wall right here in this so pattern some holes in it. exactly dude i hate landlords i feel like people get sort of spicy when you talk shit about landlords but I, I think some of the worst experiences like the most stressful experiences in my life have come from landlords like just the feeling of being like helpless and they like holding your your money hostage like some of the places we've been in like in california they'll straight up take the maximum deposit which is like two months yeah and like some of the places we rented were really expensive like the one in oxnard was like five thousand dollars a month but that we had four people in it and it was on the beach and it was like the security deposit there was pretty cheap but the next place michael and i rented it was like way too expensive we shouldn't have done it and then also the pandemic hit and you kind of had like a giant 
house. We were using it as an office, though. So it was like, it was living there, and then there was another business using mm. it as an office, and and so like it did, it did make sense, but it was still expensive. Do you think those kind of content houses ever work out? Because yeah. I went to one for the first time. It was those four, four girls. And I was like, is it beneficial for people to do that? Where they all, I think, live together and make. I think the together? big like, answer to that is, it depends. <laughs> I think it yeah. is. I think I think Michael and I living together was mm. really good. And it was fun too, and mm. it just it like it kind of helped to make it more fun mm-hmm. and provide more opportunities. It comes with its own set of problems though. Like just like living full time with people, depending on like how they live, can be challenging. Like mm. living with John, cameraman John, and Michael and Chelsea. Like Chelsea's like kind of like a little OCD. Like I think actually like subtle like with cleaning and stuff. And so mm. if you're with people who aren't clean. It just, it would, like, I would, I remember I had to, like, buffer a lot of stuff where I would just stay up late and, like, clean every night and, and mm. do a bunch of stuff. Like, um, I remember when you guys were all over to the LA house, I think it was the end of 2019. Uh, I would, but everyone would go to bed and I would just stay up for, like, another hour collecting just cups and stuff, it. putting them in the dishwasher, run mm. the dishwasher. And then we had a cleaner and everything, but it still is, like, it's so much mm. crap to keep up with. Yeah. I just feel as though if I lived in one, I would probably end up just not getting as much work done and drinking way too much. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's... Oh, maybe that's, you, that happens for a bit and then you get over yeah. it. Yeah, it's a honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. So like Michael and I, I think, I think like the first six months, at least mm. the style of videos we were making too back then, it worked really well because mm. it was just like constantly doing stuff, constantly interacting. Um, and then after about six months, then Michael sort of just sort of started hiding in his room more and <laughs> just like staying up late. Um and like his videos sort of production like kind of slowed down yeah. and that made it a little bit more difficult mm. to kind of, but you know, Michael's just a different person, uh, different type of energy. He's very like more introverted. Mm. Um, and so I think that it, it works really well. It works really well at the beginning. Then I think you kind of get out of that honeymoon period. And then if you have any problems and you start to have problems, but I think with the right mm-hmm. group of people and the right amount of separation, like that, like part of the reason the houses were so expensive is because we were getting big houses with the idea of the more space you have from other people, the, the sort of more easily you can like maintain that, that living working relationship. Cause if you're like in the house that I live in now, you're right on top of each other. Like yeah. if you had to do this full time, it'd be, you know, you'd, yeah, you'd get pissed at each other real quick. And so like, I, I think everything that we've looked at, you know, even Kevin and I were looking for places to have like an auxiliary and ADU. So there's like a guest house. And so you can mm. still be in the same place, but not have to like, yeah, there's like a retreat with each other. It's like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like my dream setup would be like buy a, you know, like a piece of property, like 20 like acres one of, those sort of on the compounds. outskirts of LA. Yes. yes. And just throw a bunch of like prefab houses oh, yeah. for like a of just kettle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To sleep in. Like a sheds from Home, De- Home yeah, Depot sheds, sure. the plastic Rubbermaid sheds. Um, I've dude, I've actually put a lot of thought into this and it's like, there's not really a right answer. <laughs> and you know, I don't know. I mean, you've seen it go south. Like you've seen like, like offline TV after Michael moved there, had a bunch of problems with some of the guys. Really? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about them. They just disappeared. And so like they like, you know, there was one of them was creepy. The other one was like cheating and it just turned into a whole oh, yeah. thing. And, you know, how do you work around 
someone doing something stupid like that. Like you just, you never know. Everyone just wears chastity belts yeah. the entire time. Yeah. I think, I think that we would do good though. Cause everyone here is just sort of into one type of thing. Yeah. And it's like, we would probably just try to build things way too dangerous. <laughs> it was like when me and Kevin were together. It would just we would just turn into this like, can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? And they would just literally run around like fucking so squirrels I know, in the like house, bleeding. like catching yeah. wild animals, <laughs> like spearing yeah. fish off the dock. Catching that bird was so fun. Did you see me catch the bird? Yeah, yeah. You just yeah, like that was sick. Grabbed it out of the air. I was stalking it for like 40 minutes. I felt like I just went full cat mode. I had no thoughts. I was just like, like <laughs> and I got it. Sounds about right. I think, uh, I think there's a, I don't know. I just think it'd be fun. I just like doing that. You know how little yeah. I've been on the internet? Like normally every day I'm procrastinating on like Reddit and Twitter. And like I, the past month, I basically have barely been on my computer. And the other day I looked at my computer and I'm like, oh, I should do work today. And I like got sad. I was like, I don't want to go on my computer. That's mm. I just sit on it and then I procrastinate. That's what I think about I every it. day. I don't want to go on my computer. And then what I do is at around ten thirty a.m. I turn my computer on and I'm on it until two a.m. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> there's so much to do on the computer though. There's so many. So I much have stuff. I was like too much editing to do right now. So my brain, I can only think of one thing, and it's the video editing timeline. But is that what you do when you when you're on the computer from ten till two? Yeah, I haven't played video games. I haven't watched anything oh, really? except like my timeline <laughs> that's all i have timeline is all i can think i just want to not use the computer how do i is that possible um i mean it's hard when yeah it's hard when you make youtube yeah. videos yeah. i don't know what you want but... and would you actually yeah you should have someone edit them for you and then instead of showing you they just describe what's on the screen <laughs> so you don't have what to was, watch what it was... <laughs> What was your relationship with computers like as a kid? And like, how did your parents feel about it? Because I had a pretty explicit uh, relationship between me and my parents and my computer. Same. I went on it way too much, but my parents kind of gave up stopping me. Actually, there was never we, we had, really a problem, I don't think. Yeah, never. I, I think I like one computer for five kids. So we, because I was the oldest, oh, no. I went last. I went a hundred percent, and no one knew who did it. Everyone's like, "Who clicked Wait, Alex, the fucking corner as it came up?" No one knew. Like, it's a pop-up, mom. <laughs> it's everyone contributed, Alex. Everyone contributed. Everyone, or not my, not my sister. Your mom. It was that stupid yeah, purple monkey. He did it. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> Bonzi buddy, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've no idea what you're talking about. It's Bonzi, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, my mom would try to, because she would do like a, a like an actual schedule, right? And we could actually trade, like do a bartering system mm. where we could trade for compu hours yeah, on the computer. That's A-game parenting. And um, we would do that and it would always just be an hour each. So it would start at like three and then I would get my turn at like eight o'clock. But often I would convince the boys to give me more computer time or just go on earlier and just get into a fight until mom was involved. It was fucking, it was, or convince them to play the game that I want to play and then they needed help. So oh, then I would get more computer oh, time. Man. I did that with Skyrim, Skyrim and Morrowind. It was great. But she would look at the search history. Did your parents do that? Like try to find out what you were doing on the computer? Yeah. Yeah, I remember one time, this was, it was extremely traumatizing. I'm like, I kind of, this is the sort of thing that you, you experience. You're like, I'm not going to be that parent. Um, my parents are great, but there was just like one moment in particular. I remember being like, this is, this is sucks. Um, 
uh, you know, Newgrounds. Yeah. Yep. Is like infested with like cartoon porn. Was it? Yeah, and I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I was. I was aware like, of that. <laughs> Uh, Newgrounds is a great website. There's, it was like no, everything you could possibly need as a teenage boy. I just remember seeing um, like those like animations, but that was about it. Newgrounds had dude. Newgrounds was like literally everything. It was like you know just like normal cartoons, like games, and then they mm. had the the whole like cartoon part. But see, I did not. I did not I, find I didn't that even section. Know that. <laughs> I don't even. I, I spent a lot of time on Newgrounds, <laughs> so I found all that stuff. Um, more of a... And there's like there's like no filters or anything. It's just like they don't give a crap. Uh, and I remember my dad like took my computer once, and I don't even remember why. But then he just like so he, so he could look at new ground. Yeah, probably. yeah, I, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's, he's now got like his personal list that he's stolen <laughs> from my curated list. Um, and it was very like it was very much like I'm gonna look at your history. And he like took my computer and like 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 he like locked himself in his room. And they were like, me, him and my mom were like going through the computer search history. And I like, I can't even imagine, like, what's the point of that? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do even if you find something? You're going to like tell your kid, no, it's just going to be, it's just going to be horrible for everyone. Yeah. Like, don't, it's like, just don't, don't. And, and then what, what's the answer? Like, if you do find them looking at cartoon porn, you're just locking them away from the internet forever? Like, what? No, my parents aren't even like that. I feel like even if they saw, which they probably did, it's like they probably were just like, well, oh, well, we shouldn't have Yeah, done they that. probably saw it and went, what do we do now? Well, that, that's what a normal parent would do. Yeah. Yeah. I, they would never get mad. I uh, feel like my mom would, she, she would get mad. She probably would get mad. I think I got, I don't know, like she would look at my search history and then I figured out how I can hide my search history. So. Yeah. <laughs> That oh, problem dude, I became itself a computer very genius early. after that moment. That was like, how do I delete my history? And it was like, bada bing, bada yeah. boom. I never again had a search history. <laughs> but then it looks suspicious when your whole history is deleted. So you have to search fake stuff to kind of fill in the blanks. You know, like, math. Mm, this is what I was doing. No, no, that's time. bad. You don't, you say math help. You just school related math, stuff. Boobs. Math <laughs> boobs. <laughs> boob physics. <laughs> I I remember <laughs> boob physics. Um, my they did not like how much time I spent on the computer though, because like I would I would do like a bunch of flash, like trying to do flash animations. I would edit videos or like do photoshops and stuff like that. And they really, my dad did not like it. He would shut power off to my room, and I had two circuits going to my room. So then I made I took an extension cord and ran it from the other circuit to my computer. And then he figured that out. And then I think I've shared this story before. I ended up just rewiring the, the breaker box. Oh, so yeah. I had basically three 20 amp circuits. And my dad was like, okay, I give up. Just undo this horrible fire hazard. <laughs> How old were like, you okay. at this point? Uh, it was high school, maybe late okay. high school. Um, and I, I kind of remember thinking like my, my grandma didn't really like any of the video stuff either. She always said it was like, you know, you're like, oh, like, look at this thing I did. And then you're, you know, everyone shits on it. And you're like, what the, what? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I'm like a kid and I like did something interesting and, um, you know, like calling, you know, like the YouTube stuff, like a pipe dream or whatnot, which is like, it's not wrong, but it's also kind of like, mm, mm. just, mm, you know, I was still going to, I wasn't like dropping out of school or anything. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like, yeah, the computer helps you pay your bills now, but it's also like, I don't want to be on it at all. I used to be like nothing but be on the computer. That's all I wanted to do is like be on the computer. Yeah. And now I'm sitting here. I'm just like, I don't want to. I'll give you a, a, the big trick is be on the computer when you want to be on the computer. Don't be on the computer when you don't want to be on it. Yeah. You know, exactly. I'm just never going to be on the computer. Sometimes I've just got, but I need stuff to do. That's nothing better to like do than to just like sit there and browse, like scroll, just endlessly scrolling. And that's and just, when like, you know you shouldn't Wikipedia. be. 
Yeah, but it's like, what else do I do? I could go outside and like, you know, do something, but it's 95 degrees out. Learn a hobby, Kevin. My hobby is scrolling through Wikipedia. (laughs) Just fishing, going fishing. Yeah, I could do something like that. I don't know why I don't. I could just like, you know, drive down to the beach and go fishing for two hours, but I just, you know what what we just did earlier? We walked and got lunch. uh, And then on the way back, Alex's sandal, his thong broke for the thousandth time. Like, we should go get like new sandals. Like, we can go to Target. And then we're like, no, we have to work because none of us have done any work. And we were all very excited at the opportunity to go and do something that wasn't sitting mm. in front of a computer but then we had to refrain we had to say no we ha- we can't go get new thongs <laughs> so did you do any work yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I work right now, I guess. yeah. yeah. i got interrupted with this <laughs> yes uh i've been talking about this for a while of doing a camping trip where we get a faraday cage and we throw our phones in it and then we get like an old nokia that we then give that number out to anybody who needs our number and so we all have like a shared cell phone that hasn't like no data or anything and we go to the wilderness like to the woods we get like a cabin or something with like tv or whatnot but like no devices to use the internet and like my goal is to make playing with like rocks and sticks really fun so it's like yeah like start carving sticks into chess pieces completely like de-stimulate your brain from the like hyper i don't know what you would call like modern entertainment Mm. like this this, just constant non-stop super high energy entertainment that you get on your phone um it just like completely wipe it and like detox from it like i I genuinely think it's like an actual real phenomenon like it sounds stupid but like when your brain is constantly being presented with Mm. really really good things you kind of are uninterested you become uninterested in more mundane things and when we were at um we can talk about it a little bit i think with mr no mr beast's um place again we're working on the subscriber counter for him which is a whole fiasco and we visited there's there's a video they're filming right now where a guy is living in a tiny house in the middle of a field for 100 days yes yeah. mm. and he was so excited to yeah see mm. like he was like it was like the greatest thing that had happened all day is we were, and I was like, I was astounded. Like I felt so cool. Like this guy made you so cool. Cause he just wanted to talk. Yeah. Yeah. He was in there for like 27 like, days at this point. Yes. With no internet, no contact to the outside world. Yes. Mr. Beast would yep. show up like he, once a day, basically. Mm-hmm. So he has to stay inside of a perimeter around the house. He can't step foot out of it or he loses. And so he's got like a garden. He's got like some entertainment, like books and stuff. And we saw him playing Magic the Gathering too <laughs> at one point when we went there the second time. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting thinking to myself, like, I want that. Like, I want to be so bored that like anybody coming into my life is like, I will talk to them about anything because I'm one of I'm just like losing my mind right now. You should commit a crime <laughs> and go to prison then. Because you would be like that. Any visitor, you'd be like, please. That's that's the goal. Is there a way to do that, it without going to, to like, is there like a better version of prison? You can you just, know what's funny? Just like going, a, self, just going camping a self-inflicted like prison. Wait, sorry, yeah, I Kevin? feel like just that's like, the goal for me, at least, is to like, you know, eventually be able to live like that guy's living and have all these little hobbies and like no other. Because this interesting thing is he doesn't have any responsibilities. Like, you know, mm. all he has to do is complete this and he gets a lot of money. Yeah. And he just... Yeah. You know, so he really gets to enjoy he can that. Technically, time. survive too. He doesn't. He he. They have food and everything. He's got a fixed amount of food, and he has to like balance those calories. But he's like trying to grow stuff, and so it's almost like everything he does is just an accessory to his survival. Mm. He's got water. He's got 
food he's got electricity like he doesn't really need anything so it's like his goal is to grow a garden and like make extra food so that he doesn't have to be on like you know like a lean like just make his diet more exciting yeah he's like sprouting uh sunflowers when we were there sunflowers he figured out he doesn't have to eat the sunflower seeds he could grow sunflowers to get more sunflowers yeah he was smart have you guys ever done like a really big hike just like multiple days Um, like four or five days no No. yeah we kind of screw that though i'd rather it's well i did one where it wasn't in one spot we were kind of camping in the middle of this kind of plateau and there were all these canyons which we could explore down the side and it was really nice because there was no absolutely no mobile reception and it just becomes like you enjoy really simple things where you're hiking you're like oh that rock looks cool over there let's walk an hour to it and then stand on top and then you stand on top and you enjoy the view when you have and friends you though it's easier go down a to waterfall. do stuff like that it, it's nice though it's nice that escape though it's like a reset but i think through. i think honestly people might have trouble like getting friends because of technology yeah it's like i think having this hyper stimulation makes people sort of more hesitant to interact with other people it's almost like the drive to socialize i think decreases the more stimulation you get elsewhere I have a comment on this. It's kind of like what Kevin said when before he goes, I could go down to the beach for a couple hours, but I don't. <laughs> and it's because I at one point had I played too, too much League of Legends and I went on Reddit too much, mm, both of which I don't go on at all anymore. Um, and the question is, like, how did I stop? Because I played League for like five years and I was on Reddit forever. So it's like, so how did I just stop? And these are things I did every day for hours a day. So it's like, how, how do you did just you just stop? quit Reddit? Tell me. Uh, well, I'll tell you in a second. Basically, what I realized was most of the stuff you... He switched to opiates. <laughs> yeah. Most of what you do for your entertainment, at least like I figured this out for myself, was not necessarily that I wanted to do it. Was that because even though I knew it wasn't that great, like let's say going on Reddit, at least I knew exactly how not great it was. Like the expectation was there. I knew what I was getting. Whereas like Kevin, going down to the beach, you might not have a good time. It might be parking not socks, great yeah. yeah so it's like it might be good but it might be a lot of effort and bad whereas you know reddit yeah. or like league was it was like it was okay and like you know that going in yeah. so it's like you, you have this like it's easy to just keep slipping into these habits and then what i found was even things i replaced it with that weren't like you know as let's say addictive i would then start doing those things even if i didn't want to do them that much because again i became familiar with them so it's kind of just like learning to break learning to be willing to do something and like try something new with the risk of it not being very entertaining or good and so i just want to say one the reason i'm commenting is because you said like the internet prevents people from going out and meeting people because again if you go on the internet you know what you're getting whereas if you go out to meet people and try to make friends it just might not you, it just might not be that oh, enjoyable. It's a cost. Or, yeah. yeah. There's a cost to everything. Yeah. And it's like, what's the lowest entry point? And it's getting on your phone, exactly. going on the internet, or getting on your computer but and playing games. That's the point. That's yeah. yeah. It's like you're right. Because when you put yourself out you're there, you're always stuck there. You're yeah. willing to meet people or do that. It's hard. It's like yeah. some part of it's hard. It's like you're nervous. You don't like it. You have to travel. And then it's like, oh, no, it's actually better overall. But then, like, the worst part to me is uh, I'm so glad that I that we were teenagers in, like, the 2010s or the, I guess it'd be, like, the 20, mm-hmm. the 2000s. Uh, like, even you being willing to sort of put down that distraction that's, like, constantly, like, kind of feeding mm-hmm. that stimulation that you need. How do you then approach other people who are doing the same shit? 
because they're not going to want to talk to you and it almost it makes was, it like that's true even if you are able to convince yourself to socialize with other people they're gonna until they've like figured this out they're gonna pick their phone up and want to be more inclined to like you know browse reddit or you, play some mobile game sometimes like. that happens with me and sandra it's like i'll be on my phone and then i don't want to be on my phone anymore and then she's on her phone and i'm like you know what's <clears> up <throat> How, how's it going how's the farm going it's how's your, literally how's your eggs <laughs> i think it's like quitting any other like addiction don't ask questions like that Kevin. <laughs> i mean her egg how egg ink your, farm chicken eggs, eggs. <laughs> i i think okay. it's, it's like fine how's your cum <laughs> I, I think it's like quitting any other hey, addiction cum doesn't expire <laughs> at the end of the day like if you're trying to quit yeah, smoking no, and all of your right. friends smoke you're gonna be kind of and they'll oh let's go out for a smoke break and you're kind of feeling left out when I quit, when I stopped playing League of Legends, my both my brothers and a bunch of my friends still played it. When I'd hang out with them, they would only talk about League. So you, I stopped hanging out with them. I was like, otherwise, it's just like I just get stuck. And if you went to their house, God forbid you went to their house and they're all playing, mm. it's just like you'd end up playing. So it's like part of what helped me, honestly, was the pandemic when we couldn't go to people's houses. And I was able to like separate myself um, I was able to deal with it kind of like the mental aspect and then the like social aspect. Reddit I did on my own because that's less of like a group activity. Did you guys ever do World of Warcraft or have friends no. in World of Warcraft? I did uh, RuneScape, which was pretty oh, similar around the same time. <laughs> yeah, I did RuneScape. So I remember, I remember like uh, one of my friends, like one of my better friends growing up, they would, you know, there's always these phases that like he and his other friends would participate in that I never really got to participate in because my parents just like didn't want me to like it was like Pokemon I did but then Yu-Gi-Oh like I didn't really watch mm. TV and so it's like Yu-Gi-Oh didn't really happen for me but they mm. would play they did Digimon they did they did like everything and one of them was World of Warcraft and I remember every time I'd go to his house for like it was I swear to God a year or two mm. that was it it was like yeah. literally actually just watching him play World of Warcraft epic I think I got so lucky that there was a small price entrance fee <laughs> because that was the thing that stopped me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom was Same. like, well, I'm not paying $15 a month. But then I played RuneScape. I played, uh, and then I played, I played Guild Store. Wars. I, got a, I played so much. Uh, Guild Wars, Guild Wars one. 2. Guild Wars 2 was really good. I quit I before the one. second one. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what any of this stuff is because my parents wouldn't let me do RuneScape. You know, I made, uh, what's it called? I think I was like... 14 i played runescape built a character up and then sold it on ebay for like 500 dollars. really wow I, I would download hacks just basically <laughs> i did hacks, too <laughs> and then convince people and steal steal their items and sometimes steal their accounts and then sell it i didn't do that part, you I are a degenerate. it's pretty bad to be fair i was a kid at the time i was like 12 but mm. i remember the th the saddest thing is when we scammed a guy and his account was like something something followed by a year a number and then it was only after we scammed him and took his items my friend's like wait i think that's when he's born this guy's seven oh, <laughs> and what? we're like oh, oh no <laughs> i think we put the items back you taught him a valuable lesson <laughs> okay, like, here's the thing though you guys so still bad. like even even though stuff like this is bad like, like games are bad or a waste of time or whatnot you still have like memories about it like do you have any memories about like reddit no no but games or like, TikTok, like games used to be Nigel, way... tell me about one TikTok you watched today. I watched this one TikTok where there was a uh, a man. No, That's one of my no, favorite questions. It's like, do you watch? Do you do you look at TikTok today? Did you? I've watched like twenty minutes. I can't remember a single thing. You can you actually can you tell me of one that you watched today? There was one I can remember because I turned it off when you walked in and it was definitely a girl twerking and I was like, I hope William doesn't see that. 
That's why. <laughs> the emotional. No, that's when you bring me over. And the we emotional watch it distress. Yeah, shit, I'm sorry. Next time. Burned it in his memory. <laughs> I was too embarrassed that I remembered it. TikTok knows what you want, what you need. But I, I learned that it basically. <laughs> Justin just yelled at us. If you want to know how to quit something that you don't like doing, it's like the first sign is always if you did that activity and you felt bad afterwards, that's when you should immediately start making like behavioral changes and i found they they don't have to be like i find you have to be forgiving and like for reddit i just was like i would make like little rules but to quit things but for reddit it was just just don't go on it and i was like if i can't figure out something else to do just stare at a wall <laughs> like not joking and i was like <laughs> there's like a better alternative to reddit but it, it doesn't have the same like pop culture it's uh hacker news but I did that. And or, when like, I quit League, yeah. I did that. I just was like, if I have 30 minutes free, I was like, oh, I'll kill it on League. I'm like, nope. And I would sometimes just stare at, like, doing nothing. And eventually, Every time I, I go on Reddit, came up with something. I hate it. Reddit is actually, I think it's but see, just total cancer. But that's the, side of, news, the, side, the second, that's a sign of an addiction, Kevin, when you're on it and you're like, well, second I hate article, this. A uh, second yeah, article on Hacker News right now. So Hacker News is like a very smart Reddit. It's like it's like what maybe Reddit started as, where it's all like like very high quality, like kind of technical stuff. Second post right now is human attention has become a commodity. Totally. Well, there, I was going to mention there's a thing called digital dementia, and oh, it's yeah. not actual dementia, but it's like because our attention has been like whittled down to nothing basically because of stuff like this that you you know these companies commodifying our attention for ads and stuff like that to keep you hooked. You know, people don't really have as much of a short-term memory as they used to. And they have problems with other basic things like being able to navigate. You know, they can do tests and figure out people that like have grown up with this technology versus older people, like different mm -hmm. ways that their brain like can tell how to get from point A to point B is completely changed. So I do a thing with navigation. When I'm driving, I never ever I click go the distance. Did I say that? Yeah, I do a thing. Damn it. <laughs> I hate that, my catchphrase. <laughs> no, I, um, I do a thing. I do a thing where I never click start destination. I look at it and then I'm like, if it's in Sydney, I'm like, I know how to get 99% mm. of the way there. So I make myself manually do that and then only in the last stretch, yeah. I'll put it on. Mm. And then I try to remember that. So if I'm going to the same place, I'm like, no, I'm not using it, and I have to remember how to get there. Have you noticed how if other people are driving, you literally will not remember how a city I is do. laid out? But yeah. when you drive, you basically yeah. memorize the city like the back but of your I, I remember yeah. when other people drive. I've noticed that when I travel, like when I went to L.A. a bunch of times with the same people, mm. I remember asking them, like, we don't know where we are. And it's because when I am in the passenger seat, I don't try. I just, like, look out the window, and I try to, like, locate myself yeah, all the time. So yeah. I always try to imagine where I am in relation yeah. to the coast. Yeah. I'm always like, where am I facing? Where is the sun rising? Like, I just use a map of all the Arby's <laughs> in the area to figure out like a constellation <laughs> where I am. You show me like the three dots in a pattern, I can tell you exactly where in the United States I am trying to <laughs> exactly the same way they do stars. How many minutes away from a meat mountain <laughs> I am at all times? Is a, it, it's it's terrifying. Dude. There's some spots in the United States where it could be like a few That's hours. That's really yeah, shocking. Or actually like tens of hours Whoa. to get to meat mountain. Yeah, it's like a big, like a black hole of Arby's. <laughs> Gonna go to Arby's tonight. Damn, we have no Arby's no, here. We're going to Outback Steakhouse. Is that tonight? Yeah, you want to go to? Yeah. I don't want to go tonight. I have to edit tonight. Ooh, I could go for. I could edit tomorrow. When are we supposed to go then? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow for lunch, maybe. Yeah, or we could go tomorrow night. 
oh, well then why don't you just work tomorrow night and we go to Outback Steak? It'll be like an hour. It'll be like in, two hours. I'm in the mood for editing. You know, once I'm in that mood, he I'm wants like, yeah, to I'm be on the it. computer. Not in the mood for a blooming onion. I do. I do. Have you ever had a blooming onion? No. Do you have Outback Steakhouse in Australia? We don't. I don't think it actually exists. It's definitely not going to be Australian food. Why the hell is it like themed like Australian food? That's an American <laughs> question. Do you think they serve kangaroo? Definitely not. Unless they export it, they might. Do you think they're going to be excited to have an actual Australian as a patient? <laughs> I, I hope so. Maybe they'll try to hire me. They're like, well, how, do you, how do you speak like that? What are you doing with your tongue in your mouth there, sir? <laughs> they like, didn't realize that Australia is like an actual place. It's just a weird restaurant with a they're weird slapping thing. me. They're like, he's real. It says <laughs> they have locations <laughs> in Australia. But it oh. says it's interesting. It must not it's be popular. It says it's an American chain of Australian-themed casual dining restaurants that serve American cuisine. Why yeah, is it Australian-themed, but then it just serves American food anyway? I had it when we were we walked through a Taco Bell, Taco Bell drive-thru, and we weren't in a car, and we were waiting there, and the guy on the speaker was like, oh, you guys have to move. And I was like, yeah, sorry about that. And then he was like, oh, are you British? And I was like, no, I'm Australian. And he's like, same thing, same thing. <laughs> like... This is an article from 2017 about uh, Outback Steakhouse removing koala and <laughs> kangaroo steaks. Can you eat koalas? Is this a joke? Okay, this is this this got no, 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 That must just just be the name. Kevin, I don't the... trust the website. I don't either. That's the website is called the Millennial Steak yeah. Snowflake. <laughs> that is not true. It doesn't. I was gonna say like <laughs> like from everything I've heard from you about kangaroo meat is like 100. percent It's on par. Like we will we had it. Like you can get it, but mm. it's it is quite literally an actual legitimate meat source yeah yeah and there's like there's no reason that you shouldn't serve and eat kangaroo meat there's more of a reason to eat kangaroo than there are cows because there are millions of them and they exist without having to cut down all the trees and level the land and they just fucking grow everywhere and they taste delicious really but i think it's probably because of it's a kangaroo it's our icon no one wants to eat it we eat alligators oh, you could buy it yeah it says, due to outcry from groups like PETA, as well as a YouTube video which surfaced last spring of farmers feeding kangaroos pork meat. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they do that? I don't know. It's, like, I can't believe that people are surprised that that stuff happens. So it happens in every industry. Like, did we not learn from mad cow disease? Like, not to feed random animals to other animals? Like... <laughs> <laughs> you read that <laughs> the flavor of kangaroo is rather hoppy why do you make me read that that's lame <laughs> that's gotta be fake right i think this might just be a meme i'm looking i don't i don't see anything about them ever having served kangaroo uh i'd try i i'd try it is banned in the u.s what yeah that's crazy because when we were in australia it was like uh, actually legitimately good me well. yeah Every supermarket sells it and a lot of it and they just like they they yeah. quite literally just kill kangaroos why don't we have kangaroos in america <laughs> kevin <laughs> bring them over do in some areas maybe because i feel i saw a picture of some in california didn't look like a zoo i feel like people would bring them over like you know back in the day and they would get loose and then there'd be a bunch of kangaroos mm. like a wild so that happens everywhere else here because you said you got monkeys in florida that's really cool yeah no. no. Doesn't matter. have a secret. Hmm. Wow. You guys have this special little creature, this little goblin creature that nobody else has. How does that make you feel? Very special. Very special. I wonder why, though. Can you show his penis? 
Wait. Patricia's butt. Where's his butt? Why can't you see his butt? No, I saw it. I don't <laughs> like it. This is butthole. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess uh, for the safety third exo, we're going to take an Australian Outback Steakhouse. I, I actually haven't really, I don't know if I've ever been to Outback Steakhouse. This is their own. Maybe once I have. Wait, I want to been. read something really quick because I just looked it up. There's a Wikipedia article on on, something bro. called the Phantom Kangaroo. What does it say? Uh, it says it's it's or a Phantom Kangaroo is a report of kangaroos or wallabies, or their accompanying footprints in areas where there's no native population, and it says that there's like, there'll be like sightings, but then they can't back it up with any real evidence. <laughs> it's like people just see kangaroos. I mean, I'm. Imagine they could look like other animals. Like, definitely bunnies or deer look like rabbits, look a little bit like kangaroos sometimes. Yeah. But it's just weird how there's an entire Wikipedia article about sightings of wild kangaroos, mysterious kangaroos in America. We also have See, capybaras If you guys, if you guys were here, Whoa. capybaras. Yeah. I did not know that. Have you seen them? No, I haven't. Uh, no, I but they're just wild? Yeah so much bigger than you think they are. I, yeah, I've seen the videos of, like, of them, like, with people. Like, apparently there's some whole town in New Zealand, I think. Or I guess wherever really? they're native. Where are they native to? South America, I think, like, Brazil. Okay. And they, like, they have no predators, and they just kind of walk around and, like, lay in the street, lay on the side of the road. Mm. They're super chill. They're, like, giant they're big. They're like dog rodents. The size of a big dog. <laughs> yeah. And they're a rodent. Do you eat them? Apparently they taste delicious. Really? We should. Yeah, there we go. That's you just think everything do, you know? tastes great. I still want to eat snake. I don't. That's sort of on my list of things. I just want to try. I want to go. I want somehow, somewhere. I'll go to Petco if Wait, I have to. Wait, Kevin, this is important for you. Uh, a capybara is a class three wildlife in Florida. This means that a permit is n a permit is not required to possess it as a pet. No way. <laughs> However, oh. the state requires a license or permit Permitless capybara for carry. exhibition or sale. <laughs> the government doesn't want you to know this, but the capybaras are free. <laughs> free to take. <laughs> you can you can get a if big. You guys were pet. with us right now. You could come. You could come to Outback Steakhouse with us, and we'd make the podcast pay for it. But I'll you're fly not, down so real quick. Only we get free dinner. All right, we'll see you at all the Patreon peeps at Outback Steakhouse. See you right now. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> like a like one of those like stream things where it's like a like the audience can participate where they can order the same yeah. Outback Steakhouse and eat it with that. us. I don't want that. Everyone has to get a Bloomin' Onion. Everyone each gets like a 2,500 calorie Bloomin' Onion. Bloomin onion? <laughs> that's, that, that helps to, that's an appetizer. That helps us get hungry for our main meal. Oh, God. Oh, it's that thing. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll see you guys in a bit.